Hi, Rick Pittman Bell with Pit Bull Patriots. I wanted to share this uh, conversation I had with you. This was my brother George, who is the other half of the Pit Bull Patriots. And we speak on the phone, and sometimes the information he's sharing is information that I want to get out to our listeners. And I just hit the record button on this conversation a few minutes ago, and it's very timely, very crucial information for those of you who want to know what's really going on. As I said, George was a a former Green Beret intelligence officer, worked with the Army, lived in Washington, around Washington, D.C., and worked there for uh, some years. He has some connections in high places. We want to share this with you. This is part of the Pit Bull Patriots podcast and we our goal in doing the uh, pitbull patriots is to share information with you and hopefully wake some people up who are not necessarily sure what is really happening with all of this because the mainstream media does not report the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth so here this is picked up in mid-conversation with my brother george pitbull Pittman and myself Look at just what a small number of uh, leftist judges oh. have been able to do to our legal system. And then you compound the fact that this is taught in public schools and many universities. Right. And, and people wonder why uh, people like are, are rioting like they are in uh, Portland, right. you know, in other cities, because they've been indoctrinated to believe this nonsense. The Communist Party said, give me your churches, your schools, and your media. And if I have those three things, I can take over your country. And that's what they've systematically done. They've set out to, they've watered down the churches until you're seeing churches taking knees and doing Black Lives Matter support rallies. Yeah, and and sermons. And sermons, precisely, exactly. And, of course, as you're uh, mentioning, our school system has been infiltrated from the top university Ivy Leagues down to pre-K and kindergarten. They they sent out a memo that, and I believe it was in California, with the homeschool situation that's coming up. They did not want parents to be watching what was being taught on the students' screens they they said we want parents to sign an agreement that they're not going to be in the room seeing what we're teaching these kids what in the world george could be the purpose right, right. of that if that doesn't scare the crap out of parents yes uh something's wrong with you uh you know you you were talking about the the media and the different components interestingly um when i was a military intelligence officer i uh, was studying pretty comprehensively into terrorism now this is pre 9-11 but uh obviously i had a top secret clearance but the thing that stuck out to me was that people most people don't understand how someone could walk into a bus or a building and blow themselves up and i tried to explain to them it's like when from from a young age you're given the same message and you're taught the same ignorant hate by your family, by society, by school, your religious leaders, your political leaders, the media, all forms of communication. You're hearing a similar message. It's much easier to believe a lie. And that same philosophy is being forced onto 
Americans and has been forced onto Americans for years. It's it's getting to the point now to where it's more obvious, especially for people that are quote unquote awake mm. uh, to what's going on. But it's it's had it's been a trickle effect for for a long time, and we're seeing the results of that with all these violent activities uh, that we're seeing on a nightly, daily and nightly basis around our country. You are exactly right. And the difference in us and our adversaries, the communists, they take the long view of everything. They don't expect anything to happen this week or this month as far as radical major change. It's the trickle effect. A little here, a little there. A little degradation on this side and a little on that side. And before long, those things start to add up. Then when you hit something called critical mass, then you're able to call for riots in the streets and you have 20 something millennials showing up white kids ready to go and, and loot and burn and fight and shoot and beat people because they've been indoctrinated. They've been brought up from this from the time they were in kindergarten. And you're just seeing the, this is the, the fruit of the seeds that we planted. You, you know, the Bible talks about don't be deceived. Whatever fruit you, whatever seed you plant, that fruit, you're, you're going to get a harvest of that fruit. This is what we're seeing is that those seeds coming to fruition. And George, the question I have for you is, have we gone so far that this thing is, uh, is that we're headed for civil war. What do you think on that, on that front? Well, there are different possibilities. Uh, from just a, a quick glance, it would almost seem that a, some type of civil war is inevitable. Uh, from, from most people just watching uh, a snapshot of what's happening and seeing such a contrast in views between two political parties where one party is openly stating under no circumstances should they concede a, a loss in a presidential election and other members of the that party are openly calling for violence uh, even the vice presidential candidate stating that riots will continue and they should I mean, these types of things uh, are inflammatory. And then you've got the the other side who, for the most part, we're sitting at our homes or at our jobs or we're hearing this in our cars as as we commute. And we're like, holy cow. Uh, I mean, I've got various bug out bags and stuff like that. But, I mean, the point is, is that at what point does either the Justice Department the federal government step in and secure the funding because to avoid this, which is the other option to avoid this, the violence that we're seeing is funded. Now you can go to Antifa.com and it takes you to the Joe Biden campaign website for donations. Now, whether that was a hack where someone did that to embarrass the Biden campaign or not is irrelevant uh, the the other funding for Black Lives Matter has been shown that that goes to one of Soros Soros's George Soros's conglomerates, one of his 
nonprofit, so to speak, uh, that funds the Democratic National Committee. So there, it's not really a mystery in terms of how uh, Joe Biden's fundraising for August was monumental because all these people were donating to BLM and Antifa uh, since the George Floyd incident. But the way to cut this off is to identify the the funders, the people that are really pulling the strings behind BLM and Antifa and other like domestic terrorist organizations because that's what they are. They're they're not. Uh, you can you can do all the research you want, but these are anti-American Marxist communist groups. But if you if you look at the funding and you take out their command and control and funding, watch this stop at least to the extent that it's happening immensely. What you would you would only see smaller pockets where they're located because they wouldn't have the uh, logistical means to fly from Portland to Washington D.C. to Kenosha, etc. You know the old adage, George: follow the money. Follow the right. money and you will see. You're exactly right. These things have to be funded. They can't show up there with, if you notice, all of them have backpacks. They yeah. all have backpacks. Most of them have some sort of gear, either BMX bicycle helmets, elbow pads, knee pads, full legging protection. The, they look like, uh, many soldiers that are are geared up to go out and do these things and that is because they are and when you start to peel back that layer you know congressman Rand paul was attacked he and his wife leaving the uh, republican convention the other night right right he is correct in insisting that you find out where these people are being funded, because once you begin to pull that thread, the whole thing starts to unravel. And I don't understand, you and I have had this conversation, I don't understand how the American people cannot be marching literally in the streets demanding to, to a stop to this, or to at least find out where this came from, how... Who in the uh, in their right mind can sit and watch this mayhem unfold in America and not want to do something to stop it? Well, that something has to be going to the Soroses. And you're you're like me. You have friends who are uh, liberal. You know people. You have acquaintances. And I'll have discussions with him occasionally. And I, I. It feels like they're living in a parallel universe of reality. George, to me, this stuff is not rocket science. This is not that hard to understand. We are being played. And the majority of American people cannot be that stupid to allow these people to pull our strings in this way. They're driving us toward a civil war. They are as... uh, Many on the right are beginning to say they are baiting us. They want violence in the street. That will further and go to their ultimate goal, which we will talk about in some of the future podcasts that we're doing. But they're wanting us in civil war for a a myriad of reasons. And that is the key. That's the whole, that's the end game. 
to get us to civil war. And we have to be aware of that and see what they're doing and, quite frankly, prepare. You know, the purpose of the podcast that we're doing, and, and we're on the air now, we're, I've been recording this. I hit the, we started with a conversation between my brother and I, and it's usually is such good information. I don't want to lose it. So I hit the record button somewhere about 15 minutes ago to listen to this stuff. But the reason we do this is to provide information that is being choked off from the American people. Not to try to, we don't want to talk anyone into anything. That's not, that's not our goal is to try to persuade you. If you hear this information and you're not persuaded anyway, I'm afraid there's not much we can do to persuade you. If, if the sheer truth of what we're saying, and it's all documentable, it's, it's there. You can go find it. It's not something that we dream up. We don't sit down with a yellow pad every day and come up with, Oh, what are we going to talk about now? Let's, hey, let's say this. No, the, these things are out there and they're happening right in front of our, our face. And if, if the truth of that doesn't wake you up, you know, from the movie, The Matrix, we often talk about the red pill. You know, if you haven't taken the red pill where you wake up and see what's really going on, you're just going to be on the, the, the blue pill side. There's not a lot any, any of these shows can do for you. But if you're wanting the truth, something, George, each one of us deep down inside has a truth meter. That's what I call it. And you know when somebody's BSing you, all right? You may not know it right away, but something doesn't sit right when someone's not telling you the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And as you get older, that meter gets a little keener and a little sharper. But you can't look at these people and look at what they said three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, compare it to what they say now, and they are 180 degrees opposite. In other words, they're totally contradicting what they said. And sometimes a week ago, they're totally contradicting, and no one calls them on it because the American media is an extension of the Democratic Party. It's all the same thing. It's literally propaganda being used on the United States, like a psychological operation. It's a psychop. It's exactly what Nazi Germany did. It's just high-tech Hitler propaganda. Goebbels was his propaganda minister. They, uh, Facebook, Twitter, when they have the power to censor, they own the air. Okay. When they, they've come out with a statement, I believe I saw it today that Facebook said, we're implementing a new policy in a week or two or whatever. And it's going to be that we are going to reserve the right to censor. They didn't use that word, but that's what it was. Anything that we feel could possibly put us in a line for a lawsuit. In other words, anyone who would, could sue us over anything, we're going to pull that off. Well, that's arbitrary. That's up to them. That's what they say or think at the time. So that is ultimate censorship. And that's what we're facing here. Thank God for the alternative media. What, what we're doing here and so many others, this is what's bringing the truth to the American people. Once again, the Bible says you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. If you don't know the truth, what's the opposite of freedom, George? Oh, it's tyranny. Tyranny. It's oppression. The, uh, the, the motto from special forces is Latin, which is the oppressively bear, which translates into freedom, free, you know, free the oppressed or freedom for the oppressed. 
So this is near and dear to my heart. And uh, as many of us swore an oath to protect our, you know, a country and our constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic, uh, you mentioned earlier about, you know, why are people not in the streets and everything else? Well, a large part of this is because many of us understand that while some of us are better equipped than others to participate in a civil war, this is a this is spiritual warfare. This is literally spiritual warfare, and the sometimes the the hardest thing to do seems like nothing, but rather than doing nothing, what we are trying to do is provide information and communicate that information to others. Uh, I mean, President Trump himself said, I do not want my supporters to participate in violence. Uh, He does not want that. If he wanted that, all he would have to do is say, take up arms. The time is now. This is where you need to be. Come to the White House with whatever. Help defend the White House. And, And there would be a, a traffic jam four states away to get there <laughs> that, that that's that's not what he wants uh, he has a plan uh and president trump is not doing this alone there it, he has a large team of highly competent trusted people uh, many in the military including the national security agency they have everything they literally have all electronic communications whether it be phone text other means of communication that uh, some people are communicating through games on PS4s and everything. Bottom line is they have everything. They know everything. It's just a matter of they have to do this right. They have to dot the I's and cross the T's before they can pull the trigger. But they've got enough of this done that they can implement their plan when the time is right and they will know when that time is it this is all moves and counter moves and president trump is a five-dimensional chess master so we have to it's hard being patient because we're the microwave generation we want to see a rest now we want to see those uh, 180 plus thousand sealed indictments to be unsealed and we want to see perp walks and and et cetera et cetera we, that but but the bottom line is that that would be a feel-good moment for a lifetime the reality is even with all the arrests without major reforms in so many areas somebody else is just going to take their place oh you said it george you said it in the thing I want to touch on that, that you mentioned, it, which is the crux of why I want to do this with you. We're not fighting a, a, a battle against people as much as we are the spiritual forces that are driving and motivating those people. See, we live in a dimension that's a physical dimension, but it's driven by a spiritual dimension. You know, when we die, we don't just go poof. We go right. somewhere. There's an afterlife. There are things uh, that we don't understand. There are other dimensions that now have been proven with quantum physics and string theory and all of the supercomputing uh, cap- capabilities we now have. There are other things. The purpose that I want to do this for is to teach people 
that their spiritual warfare is what is happening because it affects their individual lives. Some of you uh, know my story if you followed me on heavenlywarriors.com. I'm a Christian. That's a that's a long story how that all came to be years ago. But to make it shorter, the Lord called me into the area of spiritual warfare about going it's going to be about 10 years ago real soon. And all of this spiritual warfare I knew nothing about. But just as my brother George was educated at the highest levels in special forces and doing that kind of warfare, it's a very real thing. I went through education in the frontline battles of demon-possessed people and some of the craziest stories you've ever seen. Now, I say all that just to say that that spirit world, that evil world exists. That whole child pedophile thing where they get the power from the children, that exists. That's not a figment of our imagination or something that we saw in a a Stephen King movie. That's a real thing. And my desire in doing these things is to take the knowledge. My brother George searches this stuff out and he is an he should have been an investigator. You know, I have a background as a police officer in law enforcement, and George reminds me of a great investigator that any department would love to have or or an attorney would love to have a guy like George because George is he'll get on it and stay on it like a pit bull, which is his that's where we get the name of this podcast. His friends named him Pitbull. Our last name's Pittman. Uh and that's a story we'll tell you that's really interesting. But George is tenacious and he gets on this. And I want to take the information that he has because George is a Christian. He understands what he just said. This is spiritual warfare. Now, we are not going to get all woo-woo and and crazy and out there or real churchy or religious. That's not what this is. Folks, this is an emergency situation. It's all hands on deck. My um, uh, A friend of mine was had a dad in, in World War II. He was on a ship and he said they would give the call General Quarters. General quarters, that may come at two in the morning. It was when the Japanese planes were, were coming in for attack. General quarters, that means everyone get out of your bunk and get on your gun, man your gun, or get to your station that you're responsible for. Well, we're going to have to get to our stations that we're responsible for. But if we don't know what's going on, we're in the dark. And the Bible says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. They don't know what's going on. And our goal is to give you that information. Now, what you do with it is up to you. We can't come in your living room and open your head up and pour this in and, uh, you know, cause any kind of great change. But you at least will have the opportunity to hear this because things are moving quickly. We're, we're in a rapid, uh, a time in that I've never lived before a time like this where the time just flies by. Do you realize we are already in September of 2020? I remember January and then February and then this crazy China virus thing hit and it's been month after month after month. The time is slipping away and we need to be prepared with the information. George does some very interesting um research and he sends it to me and i'm just you know my head explodes because i we live on this stuff because george touch on that for just a moment uh this is real this this is a spiritual battle that's being played out here in in the real world because this is where we live 
but it's taking place in an invisible realm, but you see it in the visible and the evil that people do. Well, I think that one thing that might help people, and you can discuss this better on your end in terms of putting on the full armor of God from Ephesians, but what we at some point we need to try to simplify it in terms of how somebody, uh, wherever they live, actually goes through that step by step and we may want to talk about that on a on a specific just one one cast but but what i see is people at, at different levels at, at, at different levels of uh being awakened or being red pilled some people are have just recently been exposed to some of the information uh that is out there in reality um it, it's it's like there's literally like an information encyclopedia out there if you know where to look. And just going – we talk about going down the rabbit hole of, of one or two topics uh, eventually points you to another hundred different directions or, or 20 different directions depending on the topic because this, this branches out like a hydra. I mean, you cut one head off, you know, 10 more grow back or whatever it is. But but it literally has tentacles everywhere within our country, our government. Uh, so the, there's so many different areas to talk about. But what I, what I also want to mention is that while this is a spiritual war and, and while what we're seeing in many ways is depressing, it's it, it's not motivating at all for the most part. It's 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 it makes your heart heavy. It's a burden. But the reality is, is that we had to be shown this in order to understand the gravity of the situation they say that the the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing everyone that he didn't exist. Well, now most people realize that he does. And what they're going to see is how he, he has manifested through through people's actions and one of the ways that that people do this is through their individual vices and perversions uh, sexual perversion is an, an, an easy topic to go on uh, another vice uh, or perversion you could call it is drug addiction alcohol addiction all these things what they do is it it, it, it puts a barrier between you and a higher power, which, which is what we believe that is God. And what that does is that prevents you from being able to connect to God. One thing uh, I read was someone that has done methamphetamines one time, their brain is permanently ruined. What I mean by that is there was a scale, and I forget the name of the scale, but they rated uh, – having intercourse and smoking a cigarette somewhere between two and three on a one to one to 10 scale. They said smoking methamphetamines is like, uh, goes to a 12. Right. Uh, your brain and, is permanently changed once right, the right, first time right. it, it can, you can no longer have a, a normal sense of, of, of enjoyment, uh, that you, that you had prior to that. And even addicts will tell you, that that first high is like kissing the face of God. Mm. And the reason that they continually try to find that again is because 
their brain has been rewired. Now, I don't know how to unwire that. Uh, Only God can do that. But even people that have been clean for years say it is a daily fight, a daily challenge, because in the back of their mind, there's that little voice telling them, remember when, remember how good that felt. And we have to get beyond what feels good and get back to our, our roots in terms of what is morally right and beneficial, not just for us, but for our loved ones, our families, our, our neighbors, our country, and humanity as a whole. And it's not social justice. <laughs> no, far from it. <laughs> I mean, if, if, the, if the leftists were really concerned about social justice and uh, the, the plights that the poor and uh, minorities and, and these slum cities that look like third world countries and a lot of these blue states, they would not have released, uh, with the help of the Chinese deep state, the coronavirus right. into the United States. Uh, ironically, the first COVID patient arrived in the United States on the same day that Nancy Pelosi delivered the articles impeachment to the Senate. Oh, my. That's right. That's not that's, a coincidence. That's a not a coincidence. Sim, symbolic. You know, you, you, the irony of this, this thing, not to be lost on, uh, on the listeners and, and you'll, the listeners will hear more about this in, in other podcasts. George, George and I are brothers. I was, given up for adoption at birth george never knew i existed i didn't know george existed until i was 30 years old i i was raised by a different family and by a um, series of events i found my father after the the people who adopted me had passed away a few years before that and i was in my late 20s i was 30 years old and i was a was a police officer and a professional kickboxer, if you can imagine that. So I found my dad and I found my brother and, and two sisters. And it's an amazing story, but, but I say all that just to say, as George was, was explaining what he just explained in probably one of the most eloquent ways I've ever heard it explained. And it's probably simply, I see it that way because it's like he took those words out of my head. He, it's like looking at myself, uh, speaking those words and it, it just blows my mind. That's exactly the way I see it. That's my, my belief on all of this, my attitude, but you said it in such a way that that's really the purpose of what we are, are trying to do here. And we're going to do much more of this. We're at the, um, the 30 minute mark and it just flew, flew by. So George, I'm going to say goodbye to you on this episode and we shall resume so ladies and gentlemen subscribe to our podcast it's on itunes it's everywhere wherever you're listening to this now if it's in your podcast player or if you are on our website pitbullpatriots.com you can subscribe there will be a subscribe button you'll see there and please keep up with us because we want to bring you some cutting edge information george God bless you, brother, and God bless everybody.